Hello, Charles. Hey, Robin. How you doing? I'm well. And yourself? Yeah, very good. Thank you. So today's topic has been inspired by you. And we're talking about language in sport, especially with regard to coaches and athletes. And I guess you could also say athlete to athlete, but more so, yeah, the coach-athlete relationship and the words that we use and how they can either make or break an experience and performance. And the title of this episode is called All the Best, Have Fun. Would you like to elaborate on yeah, for sure. that? So one thing that always has griped me forevermore and it's a, and it's it's the common go-to is whenever someone's going into a race Everyone always says, good luck. And my opinion on that has always been, well, if you've trained hard enough, you don't need luck on your side. <laughs> you just, but they don't mean like literally you need luck. It's just, it's just that common term, good luck. And it's just something that's really always kind of, it's never been my thing. So I always say to people is all the best have fun. That's what I would that's what I would prefer to be said to me when I go into a race because all the, all the best just means all the best. It's not it's not do your best. That's another one that I don't like. Is do your best is well, what's that's what level is a best, you know? Mm-hmm. Like your your best could be anything. Best on one day Best on another day. Exactly. So all the best is just a generic term for all the best with everything that you're doing. There's no limit to that. There's no nothing to that. And have fun because any athlete that wants to race to, you know, we're, we're already competitive enough beings. We don't need people to be there going, yeah, go get them or do this or do that and, and all the advice under the sun from some person they barely know. Um, you can say to them, have fun. Does that mean that, you know, it's not the same as trying to tell your 10-year-old to go out and have fun when they're doing a sport? It's just, again, just a generic term. It's basically an acknowledgement, I suppose. It's acknowledgement when somebody is going to an event rather than having it have any meaning. Does that make sense? Yeah, so. You know, I think when an athlete is going into a race, you want to acknowledge what they're about to um, be confronted with or what they're about to try and do. Um, but you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to put any uh, performance limiting words into their thought process. Is probably more to the point, and so you. It got me thinking the other day, I had an athlete that was talking to me. She's just gone back to training now and she's had a great off season. It's the first time ever that she's had a proper, this is, I've realised how much, how confident she has really grown the last season is because for the first time ever since I've been coaching for five years, she actually had an off season. Mm. She did zero and it was, it's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic to finally see. She is that confident with her ability and and with where her training is going to get her when she gets back to it, she's finally having a proper off-season, which is wonderful. But the first thing she said that she was telling me the other day 
when she rocked up to her strength and conditioning coach after being out of the doing nothing for five weeks, the first thing the strength and conditioning coach says is, "How's your weight?" And it's like, in the realms of that strength and conditioning coach, they they don't mean it in the sense that she probably perceived it, because that's their that's their work and and it's just their term that they use. But what they haven't done is they haven't realised that she perceives that term completely different to what they perceive it and she hasn't taken it on board that well and it took me to um, have to undo that that comment and rebuild it back to something of understanding that she was comfortable with. That she could receive without any... Without judgment, because you know, you, you say to a girl, "How's your weight?" A girl straight away thinks, "Oh, you think I'm fat, <laughs> right?" And that's just the programming, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly where all girls so I think go that to. Is. Let's just put that in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> and he may not have meant it that way, but no, I'm it, sure he didn't. It just that's how that's just that's mm. our default go to, right? And, and what think, else is possible yeah, with the language? Yeah, and so that's what we want to talk about today is just the change in language when you're around different people to um, that's, you know, probably going to be a bit more suitable for them. And so you might you might say something that you don't think is offensive at all, but somebody else might think that you're picking on them. <laughs> right, and, it, and so it's just a matter of, well, having awareness and seeing a bigger picture of the person who's in front of you and I, I've always seen myself um, taking on that putting the hat on of the more holistic coach because yep. I'm seeing the total person and you're like that I mean there's heaps of us out there who are like that that's how you need to be these days you you know that's you you're addressing the whole person and that's how you're it's all going to come together in a in a more harmonious way and the best will come out of addressing and looking at the person as a whole, uh, looking at their strengths, uh, seeing where they need more improvement. Um, being in a place of non-judgment is probably one of the biggest things. Yep. You, it, you can't look at your athlete and, and it's a fine line because you, you're obviously you're tailoring yourself towards a, a, an outcome and a result performance-driven um, you know, for the end of season or whatever the big event or race is. And yet there's a way of speaking so that the athlete can receive the message or whatever you're trying to get across without taking it on board, you know, in a in a way that's not going to help them. I'm feeling so like how, I'm yeah. getting better performance now out of athletes being comfortable because with comfort comes confidence. Yes. That com- I feel like confidence. it's become a very old school method of coaching is to rant and rave. and yell <laughs> and make your athletes feel like shit. You're not going hard enough. Go harder. You're not going hard enough. You know, right. like that. That... Um, it's almost, I wouldn't say bullying tactic, but that being a hard-ass to try to create hard-assed athletes, I think has just become so Archaic? old school. A little yeah. archaic. 
and maybe I, a we're little... We're just too intelligent for that right. now. Right. And, and I think that it goes across the board to any sport. We've we just, evolved. Well, we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, electronics has changed the way we think. Mm-hmm. And we, we have. We, we are far more intelligent. We're just not one-sided now. We've got so many things going on in our life. And it's too easy to go, do you know what? If you're going to treat me like that... I don't need to hang around to be treated like no. that anymore. I'm going to just leave that because I have this option to right. go and do this and you will lose an athlete. Right. I'm not saying you need to be someone's best mate in order for them to to be a good athlete or to want to be coached by you. But I think, like you said, a more holistic approach. And, and yeah, it takes a little bit more talk. Mm-hmm. And it takes a little bit more understanding and individualism. Oh, my God, so many coaches. I'm like, not any shoe fits the same person. You You need to understand your athletes individually and what makes them tick. And use the language, getting back to to language, is use the language that's going to be suitable for them because it's not the same for everybody. And it's um, I I'm just finding I'm mm. getting a far better performance out of that. Yes. Than what I am out of that old school method of just being very abrupt and actually thinking that you've got to put someone down, in order for them to fire up and and lift lift beyond it to be a a great athlete. It's just not. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a little old. Yeah. And archaic and maybe yeah. outdated and might have worked at a point. So look at looking at different possibilities now. Without making that wrong, it's just you know there's there's new ways of being now, and mm. we're up, we are in a new we're different definitely in a new reality when it comes to so many different things, and you know as you're talking there, I was getting the image of a diamond, and all the different multifaceted the sides. You know how a diamond or a gemstone in a in where it's cut, it has all these different sides yeah and they all sparkle at different times when you're addressing them when you're shining the light on them when the sun's hitting them on a certain corner but this is brilliance so as a coach like how can you it's like we have to sort of step up a little too because we're growing with with your athlete with your clients you know talking about coaches who are working with not necessarily athletes but anybody yeah you know one-on-one situation you're in um you know your transformational coaches where you're being with someone and you're helping and you're assisting them to to bring the brilliance out and so you focusing and you talking in a way uh, it's just going to dull one of those sides and then that that just so we, we're not looking for that so and then you can go okay well in knowing them and you can sort of look at well which side of the diamond which side of the gemstone where can i shine the light now and and have that be polished sparkled and you could relate that into you know either you know the okay endurance or their you know their fast twitch fibers their strength their mental um you know preparation all these different areas to identify and also have have fun with bringing it all together. You I mean we're on yeah. the you're on the journey with them, whether it be for five years or five weeks. I mean I've just worked with a fellow for five weeks. Oh, 
such amazing journey that was for me um, working with someone who has not done any sport ever ever <laughs> well not much and then what them having the target and goal of wanting to be able to paddle in the ocean well number one first is learning how to paddle <laughs> <laughs> and also embodying um you know embodying the technique getting used to the water, being on the water, feeling confident, comfortable. Got to remember, you know, this is a very non-water this person. This is a non-water person. Non-sports person, non-water person and decides they want to learn to paddle and in the you ocean. you know what? It's like, yeah, bring it on. Let's go for this. And I've had such an incredible time. Um, and and what I really love is when, you know, you, you get these, these people, athletes, you know, clients who they – extend your ability to be able to again articulate and and speak in a way that reaches them and i think it's important uh we touched on and this is definitely another podcast at another time Mm. but helping helping somebody build their inner confidence Mm. and let it ooze out helping them actually find that and bring it out rather than speak all these words and then get them to try to mimic speaking these words because this is exactly what we were talking about earlier mm. is sometimes what comes out of someone's mouth and what and what their energy is actually oozing is completely really, different. really disconnected. Yeah. You know, it's a typical bully scenario, what comes out of their mouth and what it's... their fear, what, what the energy that they're oozing is way off topic. So... I think as a, I think it's really good as a coach is to try to instead of um, talking and using these words and using the wrong language at a person mm-hmm. to try to get the the better out of them, thinking that's the right way because that's the way we've always done it. Right is is actually changing the way we word things, changing the way instead of telling people what to do. Um, asking the question to try to get them thinking and, and allow this inner confidence to grow and, and blossom within them. And I think you're going to get a far better – and we're noticing it mm. with a lot of oh, our clients, wow. aren't yeah, we, that totally. this, you know, we, we're dealing with, you know, sometimes deal with athletes, but a lot of times it's just clients on the yeah. water and we're finding we're just getting a far better result out of people than, than just, you know, telling them – what they should be doing and right. shouldn't be doing and is actually allowing them to grow mm. and their performance is getting a lot better. And and as a coach, a teacher, and um, yeah, I hear of stories where oh, it, it sort of, it, it's, I guess it's like, it's heart-wrenching sometimes with some of the stories you hear where, you know, it's, the coaches or whoever's in that role ha- has a way of speaking that is not polishing those sides of that diamond. They're not now. So okay, we won't go for what they're not doing. Let's see what what can they do differently. Yeah. What would create a different outcome? How can I bring the best out of this athlete? Out of this paddler? Out of this swimmer, out of this, this, you know. On and see, the- you've just straight up there, and this is where I've come. This is where I've been looking at a lot lately, in the in the way that I approach certain things. 
you just hit the nail on the head with exactly what you just said. You were asking the question. Mm. So rather rather than, rather than con- saying, yeah. Going to conclusion. Ask the question. I ask questions about everything now beautiful and actually get people to respond and this is even yeah yeah and even if you're in a tricky situation why bother arguing with people with oh this is my opinion and i'm right and i'm going to try to force that opinion on you Mm. why not just sit back and ask the question and actually listen don't just ask a question just because it was easier ask a question and genuinely be open to listen to the response. Mm. So put things in, instead of in telling format, put things in question format. And actually, I find I, I, get, I get the result that I want oh, in the end. But I've got them thinking better mm. about what they're doing rather than trying to tell them what to do all the time. Well, this was this is with everything. That everything. I do. This is not even. This is like in life too. And know. the energy surrounding that is just far less. Um, Aggressive. Uh-huh. And Way less a, aggressive. There's a space for possibility. There's a huge space yeah. and freedom yeah. in there and free will and not like telling someone, yep, this is how it's got to be. This is how you got to do it. And, oh, you're not good enough if you can't do it this way. It's my way or the highway. Isn't well, that a big one? Oh, man. I'm so sorry. Everything that is. Let's just put all that yeah. in. That is that's that like, enough times. We've had enough, enough of that. And um, even here, it feels good to be talking about this topic. You know, we, we hear stories of, of um, yeah, and, and a lot of the time maybe it's the coaches, and this is us as included, is that, we got to look at ourselves, you know. <laughs> if you are teaching and if you are coaching someone, you are also the student here. You are not in charge. You are co-creating with this athlete, with this client. You too, the two, the two or whether it's a team, you know, you're the coach of a team, you know. Say we're watching State of Origin last night, we're watching football, there's there's one coach and the coach is the guidance. They are guiding the way this the outcome happens. They are working with all the the parts of the jigsaw. And it's that that is the work there. So same with the person. And I wonder whew, there's a lot of energy on this one. Right. So everything this is and everything this brings up lets down and just everything yeah, it's like this is we're going to clear all that out of the way and and open up the door for new possibilities. Absolutely. I just want to. There's yeah. another topic just just on this quickly as well. Is um, just in adding mm. to what you were saying before. So another scenario after the the national life saving titles, mm. um, as we all know from previous podcasts, athlete that I coach, she was really ill over that week, and wasn't even going to race from a violent stomach bug. Wasn't even going to race. I managed to convince her to race. She mm-hmm. ended up making the National Iron Woman final. And to her absolute credit, she got second. Wow. <laughs> After that. Right? Yeah, After wow. everything she had been through, she got second. Wow. Now, would you believe it? The amount of people that went up to her and said, really sorry that it wasn't your day, you got second. What? Oh wow! Still to this oh, day, my goodness! Oh, do you know how the many expectation? People, do you know how many people wow. 
that compete in surf life saving in Australia <sighs> that would be so sitting at home. I'd be happy with second. <laughs> oh, look, there's so many people that are just absolutely mm. over the moon if they make an open national mm. final. And yet, though the club, the people, the surf clubs are those people that make a national final, celebrate that at the yeah. end of the season yeah. at their annual dinner, mm. you know, and and to then it's even special again. And there's only a very minor, small minority of people that ever get to a point where they can win an open national mm. medal, and that's even that's massive, right? Surf clubs celebrate that forever. Yeah, wow. And Just this to have kid is really sick and gets second. And you know what? We we actually, we embraced and we were like, oh, man, what a amazing. week. Yep. Amazing achievement. So excited to then turn around and have people going, oh, sorry, so sorry, yeah. you got second. Oh, so there's projections right Choice there. of words, you know. And and I how I explained it to her is... Sometimes when you are a personality that every a celebrity as such mm. that everybody knows, people want to say things to you just the fact that they can say that they've conversed with you. And it's just unfortunate that they just don't think about what it is that's going to come out of their mouth. And so... That's a bit of a default go-to, <laughs> just so they can say that they've said something to you. Right. So no connection, really. No, no heart connection. No, no being with the person and sort of. Sensing. It's like if you if you meet a really famous movie star, mm. and then you you say something to them, and then how many times have you like done that, and you've walked away going. That was really stupid. What I just it's, said. It's like the old put the mouth into gear, isn't it? Um. You know, and this is this is just another scenario of just choice of words around people, athletes, you name it. You know what, in in talking about this and as we talk, you know, this starts to open up and more areas start to open up and it is about before the words come out, there's already an energy exchange. Mm. So you're already in the energy of whether, you know, whoever it is, like you and I sitting here, there's a connection, right? You've already got that, oh, we're both here in this space. So then, yeah, meeting a celebrity or meeting, you know, a, a top athlete or whoever, how many times have, yeah, what, what would it be like if you could just connect and be with one another first? Be with someone before the mouth goes into gear. Yes, exactly. Connect with your breath. Be embodied with your wisdom or your just in that moment. And then let the words come. Let them be inspired rather than blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and if you can't think of something, just, just, oh, hi, how you doing would be just fine. Just fine. <laughs> or a smile. <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm starting to think about now, um, you know, when people go on their first dates and stuff. Oh, it's exactly it's like that. It's the same that. thing. It's like speed dating. It's exactly like, like that. Like, ah, blah, blah. <laughs> I lost for words. <laughs> ah, blah, blah. All right, so, if, and here we go. We'll do another podcast. Um, yeah, that's going to go. That's going to go. go. That, we're totally we're feeling that. It's like when you're lost for words, just take a breath. 
just drop drop down into your heart space and just settle into your heart and then speak from there speak from your heart yep. not from your head not from your past conclusions not from your judgments not from projections just speak from your heart and you watch the results that come out of that in all ways i wonder what else is possible and for coaches and for athletes and people in general what would it be like if we all just took a moment and spoke from that place rather than yeah exactly everywhere else i like that too okay i think that's about it for now (laughs) thanks robin thanks charles see you guys